adaptation for chicks and dicks. <laughs> Rachel. Shelly. You're in front of me. Yay. <laughs> face to face. I know. It's <laughs> exciting. I know. Thanks for having me in your lovely home. Yeah, thanks for being here. <laughs> so we are in Ottawa. We are in Ottawa. Weirdly though, we weren't, we didn't actually didn't spend a lot of time together in the house. No, we both went to weddings, but different ones. Different ones in different places. Yes. <laughs> How was your wedding? It was good. I was yeah. a little apprehensive about it. Yeah. Um, I always get apprehensive about family events a little bit, so I just never, I don't know, it's weird sometimes. Yeah. Like, I like a lot of people in my family. Well, I like most of them, really. They're very lovely people, but <laughs> it's just always weird because it's been so long since I've seen some of them, and you know when you're like, you're, you don't know what questions you're going to be asked or how to even present yourself yeah. sometimes. <laughs> you're like, oh, my life is pretty rando. Right yeah, now, so. yeah. Yeah, a lot of, lot of things on the go. Yeah, so it was, yeah, it was weird because I never, you never know what to say to people to kind of present them. It's not like, my name is Shelly and I've been a lawyer and it's very easy to then kind of do it. <laughs> yeah. Like, I have two startup businesses. I do a couple of podcasts. Well, that's easy. You yeah, know, I, know. I, well, I have actually, trouble saying that just I now. Yeah, I know, but it took a while for me to figure out what to say. Um, yeah, so we have a few listeners out there, new listeners that might be family yeah, members. Yeah, welcome. And one is definitely not my brother who did not attend the wedding. <laughs> Unbelievable for my sister <laughs> because he spent it with his in laws. Yeah, opted, which not is great because it makes me look like a better family member. <laughs> Gets you deigned to show up. Exactly. I told my um, uh, my half brother. Yes, I said I describe our family like Jerry Springer, but less chair throwing. <laughs> he started laughing. So. You're listening, Pete. Hi. <laughs> yeah, my wedding was out of town, in a different province. In Shawinigan, Quebec, which is actually oh, like a nice the handshake. Place. Yes, <laughs> funnily enough. So on the Friday night, there was a little get together at a brewery called Le Tour du Diable, which means devil's asshole. Yep. And they have a beer called a Shawinigan handshake. Really? And so we should good. probably describe what a Shawinigan handshake is. Is when um, Christian was prime minister. There was a protester, and he basically grabbed him by the throat, throat and like, tossed him down. So now it's a Shawinigan handshake. Shawinigan handshake is what he had. To throttle someone. someone by the throat. <laughs> <laughs> Good old prime minister. So, but it was it was a great weekend. It was a beautiful wedding. I'm very happy for them. And I saw people from high school I hadn't seen in a long time. So Alex is like, so, Rach, 20 years, go, fill me in. I know, well, that's what I felt like, right? Yeah. It's so weird. And you're like, uh. You're like, well, you got married, at least. Yeah. What else? I, I spent a lot of it in school. Mm-hmm. Then I did nothing for a little while. Yeah. <laughs> then I got married and got a job. And that's, there you go, 20 years. Oh, you make it sound so sad. <laughs> sad <laughs> yeah because there's so much other fun stuff that we've done in the meantime I know but like we can't we're not here to talk about all that I know, stuff I we're know. here to talk about this all right, terrible well, book that I we know. read oh good segue thank you <laughs> all right so we read this is Rachel's choice <laughs> this is my choice what's that secretary by day secretary by day mistress by night by Maggie Cox and she's not really either she's not no, really a secretary she's, she's a personal assistant and she's certainly not a mistress. No, she's just... She's a head case. <laughs> this woman's a walking nightmare. She is. <laughs> All right, here, here's the synopsis. Maya Hayward feels like a fish out of water in the presence of her new boss, 
Playboy Blaze Walker is so easily confident and sexily charming. She hopes and prays he can't see how much she blushes when she's near him. Blaze may have hired Maya out of a sense of duty, but he quickly becomes intrigued by what lies beneath her quiet... He didn't her hire client. her out of duty. He liked her tits. <laughs> her quiet, yet tantalizing exterior. He decides to offer her a chance for promotion, from skittish secretary to boss's bedmate. But will Maya accept? Okay, that is not the book. No, no, <laughs> not at all. We will go through what the book actually was. <laughs> this is I. Um, I did not like this book. It was mercifully short. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> yes. All right, so let's go on to the beginning. You start off with her. First of all, I don't know why she has to borrow a tiny cocktail dress from her friend. Well, she clearly doesn't own a cocktail dress. She clearly doesn't have any friends because we never meet any of them in the book. No, we meet no, one of them. We met Diego. Diego. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah. he's later. Anyway. <laughs> but he just kind of appears out of nowhere. <laughs> no, he's mentioned at another point, like just sort of mentioned in passing, oh, her friend Diego who owns a coffee bar in Camden. Right. Okay, well, let's... So this is set in the UK. Right. And so... I meant to look up if she's actually British, the author. I have no idea. I don't know. Uh, well, let's let's... Let's go for what, like, let's summarize this book. Okay, all right, go. All right. <laughs> 20 uh, years. We meet, go. all right, yeah. <laughs> so we meet Maya, Maya, how do you want to say it? I, I read it as Maya. Uh, see, I see Maya yeah, because, because I know a Maya. I know a Maya, and then I met a Maya, and it's M A I A. Oh my God. <laughs> so I don't know. Anyway, so Maya, I'm going to say. All right. Um, we meet Maya, and first of all, she describes how she has borrowed a dress that is too small for her to go to a cocktail event. Um, well, it's for, a dinner party at and her she's boss's a, house. And yeah, and she's working for a temp agency. Yeah. And so essentially it's uh, it's just an event. And her boss is known as being like a slime ball. Yeah, so she's like poured into this too small dress. So it's just like it's boob city. Yeah. Uh, and her boss comes on to her. And Well, first of all, she goes to try to find the bathroom, gets lost, as you usually do in these <laughs> mansions. That's right. And then she runs into this guy, Blaze. Blaze B-L-A-I-S-E. <laughs> Blaze Walker. And she kind of insults him and then... Well, they have like this weird conversation where he's... I don't even really remember, but he... I think he like pays her this weird compliment and she's like, don't look at my boobs or something along those lines. It's just like, it's a very weird... Yeah, he kind of implies that, you know and assumes that she is sleeping with the boss. Yeah. And, and she's insulted by this and says as such. Right, which is fine. And she's like, I'm more than just boobs, but there you are, just boobs. But, you're all, <laughs> but you are just boobs. Yeah. <laughs> and later on, when you get to know her better, she really is just boobs. Yeah, she's kind of a ditz. <laughs> she's an idiot. <laughs> um, so, so anyway, so they have this moment. Yeah. And then she goes back to dinner. Her boss gets blindingly drunk. And then she's going to her room, and uh, he tries to come onto her and kind of starts to force her against the wall. Yeah, and Blaze puts a stop to that. Uh, he, he rescues the damsel in distress. So she. The next day, she's already sent a letter of resignation. Yeah, she's going to quit the job and she's going to leave uh, the house. They're out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, and early. She gets up really early, and of course, Blaze is up and about. And he's like, I'll drive you to the train station. Yeah. And he feels like, he's like, I feel badly for, you know, probably getting you fired or whatever. Yeah, and she's like, don't worry about it, I quit. <laughs> um, and 
he's like, let me drive. So he like has to kind of force her to let him take her to the train station. No. And it's like, lady, just accept the fucking ride. <laughs> no, right? Like, like he's a he's trying to be a nice guy and he saved your ass from being like yeah, sexually assaulted like, yesterday. Jesus so like, Christ, calm the fuck down. I know, right? So and she's really got no reason to be so uppity about it either like and she's just like he's too good looking and he's too rich and he's too successful for me and she like has no money so if this hot guy with an awesome car wants to drive you 15 minutes to the train station he's he's known as a he's a famous screenwriter playwright playwright sorry my bad he was an actor and then sort of transitioned because he didn't like fame that much i guess not yeah but like he takes really good care of his body so he's like super hot Mm -hmm. um but yeah, is a playwright, and is known, I guess, for being a bit of a playboy. Yeah, whatever. So it's his and, choice. Yeah. So she finally accepts the ride, and he drives her all the way back to London. So I always <laughs> love in these books. Every single time a guy is driving a girl, it's like, at some point he's like, and then he looked at her, and he described, and they describe like what she's doing. She's fidgeting with this, and I'm like, dude, eyes on the road. You are driving. I know. <laughs> This woman is a safety hazard at this point. <laughs> but it would be funny to have a moment where, like, he looked at her longingly, lovingly, and she's like, eyes front, dick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dude, we're going to die. It's, like, worse than texting. <laughs> that would be funny. That'd be a funny moment. Yeah, but these aren't funny books. <laughs> no, they're not. So, Walter, I would like to not say that. funny. Ha, ha. <laughs> Tragically funny. I don't know. Anyway, so... He decides to drive her all the way home because mm-hmm. she falls asleep and he's like, oh, she's hot and I want to drive her home and I can look so at her. So I know where she lives. Yeah, and I can look at her tits. Because <laughs> I'm a time. creeper. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's such a stalker. <laughs> such a stalker. So, <laughs> so he drives her home uh, and then she gets out of the, and he's like, you know, and then he calls his agent and asks his agent to give her a job. Yes. He feels somewhat responsible for her quitting or so on and so forth, but she was going to do it anyway. Yeah. So... Because she didn't like this, like, prior to the attempted assault, she didn't like him, and she was thinking of quitting, so... Yeah, well, because he gives... He wants to take her out for coffee, and she just turns him... Flat turns him down. It's a hard no from her. Mm. And he's like, I've never been rejected before. (laughs) Yeah, and then he's obviously like, so obviously I have to come back unwelcomed. So he's like... He, like, desperately wants to see her again, so he, like, figures out a way to hire her to be his... Secretary, his personal assistant, essentially a research assistant. Yeah. And he shows up at her house and she's like, just come out of the shower. Yeah. (laughs) And like lays it on her. He's like, I'm going to hire you to be my secretary or my research assistant and you're going to come up with me. And she's got no money and she's like, well, how much, how much is the job? And it's like a bazillion. It's like a lot. It's a lot of money. It's too much money to turn down. And so she's like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So like two days later. They're at his estate. What do they call it? It's like Hawk, Hawk or Falcon something? No, no, Falcon Crest. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't Hawk's know. Lair? Yeah. Some, yeah I some, think it's Hawk's, yeah, Hawk's Lair. Lair. I think you're right. <laughs> and there, she's greeted by the um, groundskeeper who are kind of like Blaze's adopted parents in the end. Sort like, of, yeah. yeah. So, And Blaze's parents are both dead. Yes. And her parents are also dead. So... Let's talk about the parents for a second, because those are important This is plot important, points. yeah. <laughs> so, Blaze's parents were famous actors who died in a car crash. Yeah. Her dad, her mom died when she was like four or something, and then her dad was 
uh, a drug abusing partier, like Andy Warhol-esque, I guess. Well, he was a, he was a painter, like a really yeah. famous, like a very famous, very gifted painter, but he liked the drugs and the fame a little too much. Yeah, and she would be abandoned so that he could party or she would be at the parties with him as a child. And so she really hated the fame because... Whenever the times got rough, everybody just kind of disappeared. And so she really resents famous people. Yes. Yeah. And she feels like the fame stole her father from her. Yes. And then we find out a little later on that she and then found he, and his then he, yeah, body yeah, when she, he, he committed, hanged himself. Yeah. So. Hung himself? Hang, no, hanged. hanged. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I always... A man may be well hung, but he is hanged to death. <laughs> that is a good way to do it. There you go. All right. Anyway, which is so it's quite tragic both stories yes so anyway yeah. so she ends up at this manor and kind of and which blaze has inherited yeah and he loves it there and it's got outdoors and so on and so forth I know, and he it's... takes her hiking and the whole time he's like blissfully like i think i'm in, like you can see him being like i think i'm in love with this person but he won't say but he it won't say it and then i mean they've only known each other for maybe three hours at this point yes <laughs> so. but they both have their hang-ups and so they have dinner that night. Large hangups. <laughs> they have dinner, and she like she picks a fight. Yeah, she's a bitch. She's a fucking bitch. They can't have like just a nice dinner conversation. He so he finds out that she is this guy's this painter's daughter, and he's, she has a portrait yeah. of herself, and he like recognizes the artist and he's like well how did you why did you sit for him why did why did he paint this portrait of you mm-hmm. and eventually she's like he's my dad and he's like. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, like, I can understand how that would be shocking. Mm-hmm. But then when she goes to his house and she sees that he has a painting of his, yeah. she gets all bent out of shape out of, about it. Yeah, it's like, like, well, you know he likes art and he collects art and you know that he's a fan of your dad's art, so and it's almost like why like, wouldn't he have also, one of his paintings? She's, she's kind of like, why didn't you tell me about this earlier? And you're... And, and you're kind of, why should he have to? Exactly. And also, you know, you've only known each other for three hours. Maybe exactly. Just, yeah. And he's like, I didn't get to it. I'm like, which is reasonable considering <laughs> the amount of time has passed. Like yes. some, he's, he's been trying to pick you up and seduce you um, the whole time. I'm sure the painting slipped his mind while he was driving, staring at your tits. Right. And not up not the road like he should be. Exactly. <laughs> so they have dinner. She fucking picks some stupid fight with him, storms off from the table. Mm. <laughs> because essentially she's like all you want me for is my boobs and he admits it he's like while I am attracted to you I am here to do work and you're here to do work for me yes and he's like I won't deny that I'm attracted to you but I won't do anything untowardly yes um, without your permission however if you give me permission I will fully do it yeah <laughs> and, he, and he just he lays it out there yeah. for her like, very honest very honest and simple and he says you know like if you're uncomfortable with it then you know that's fine yeah no means no yeah if this is your choice exactly like, he's completely a very much, yeah. like, he's he's slimy, but he's also a gentleman. Like, he's... Well, he knows what he wants. Yeah. And he also, <laughs> but he also has boundaries. Yeah. And, you know, like, so that's respectful, at least, you know, that's the way it goes. I mean, who's kidding who? But they all knew that they were hiring her for her looks alone. Mm-hmm. And then she goes up to her room, and then he comes and knks on the door, like, a to little apologize. while He's like, I feel like I need to apologize. And First she's of like, all, you don't have anything to apologize for. She's standing there in a fucking, like... Little night. She's in a negligee, like a negligee or something. And she, but here's the best like, part. I've been waiting for yeah, you. Yeah, I've been waiting like, for you because fuck? because I changed my mind. So let's have sex. And you're like, he can't know what you don't tell him, honey. I know. I'm like, he's not a fucking psychic. <laughs> <laughs> like he's 
He's a playwright. <laughs> so, and then, but also like so the fact that she's like, I don't want to be just tits, and then she's like, Here I am, just tits. Just tits. <laughs> Fuck my tits. Fuck my tits. <laughs> so bad. But yeah, she's... because before they go to dinner, he eats her out. And that's why the dinner, the whole dinner thing was weird. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he go, totally goes down on her. He goes down on her before they have dinner because they don't have time to have sex. Mm-hmm. But he's like, but I still want to make you feel something. You won't regret it. And she'd like never had that happen before. Mm-hmm. And she loved it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So then she gets all, they have this weird fight. But then he like comes to her room after dinner and then they actually have sex on the floor. Yeah. And then in the bed. And then all over the and place. And all over the place. <laughs> And it's great. It's like the yeah. best sex ever. Yeah. But it's like to get to that point, she's like hot and cold and constantly. She's a, she's a head case. She really is. She doesn't know what she wants. But the thing is, is, the way that it's written is like this damsel in distress kind of attitude. Well, it's just because she has all these hangups because of her dad. And so she's like, I can't be with anybody famous. I hate famous people. But... He's really hot, and I'm really attracted to him, and he's obviously very attracted to me. So maybe I can just have this affair, and that'll be that. Mm-hmm. So they kind of they get down to business, the two of them. And she does do work, like she does do the research he needs for this. What sounds like a really terrible play that he's writing. <laughs> we'll have to talk about the play on a side note. But let's go through this book first, and then we'll pick apart the book. We'll go meta. On yeah. This. So like they, they so they. So it does, they have this arrangement where she does do the re- the research for him during the day and at night to the boudoir. <laughs> Can we please make that a t-shirt? To the boudoir. To the boudoir. <laughs> yes, we can make that happen. Chicks and Dicks merch. <laughs> Our first t-shirt coming soon. <laughs> so they have, so everything's going along just fine and they're both kind of, they're like really falling hard for one another, mm-hmm. but they each have their hangups. So Blaze is afraid, and he's afraid of he's commitment. A, he's afraid of commitment, but he's also afraid that he's going to lose his temper and abuse her because, because his father was highly abusive to his mother. Yes, and so he thinks that he has whenever he feels anger that he's going to like lose his shit and beat the crap out of her. Yes, so he's afraid of his himself. Yeah, so this is why he doesn't have any real relationships. Yes. Um, which, like, that's fine. Yeah. I can understand why you'd be worried that you would turn into your dad. Yeah. Out of all of the hangups, his is the most simple and most understandable. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, get a therapist. <laughs> Both worry. of you. <laughs> I think that'll solve a lot of these issues. <laughs> no, right? With the book. If you were in therapy, maybe you'd understand that, okay, Maya, not every man is your dad. Blaze, you're not your dad. <laughs> <laughs> no. A lot of daddy issues. A lot so of daddy, many daddy issues. issues. <laughs> yeah, and no mommy issues. No, it's all it's all dad. It's all dad. Stuff. Oh God. <laughs> so Maya overhears Maya. What? <laughs> I, who cares? She overhears a conversation that he's having with his agent, mm-hmm. in which the agent sort of teases him about how he's falling for her. And he says something like, oh, you know me. She's just a piece of ass. She's just a piece of ass. I fear commitment. So I could get anyone I want at any time. Blah, 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 blah. I'm super hot. <laughs> she overhears <laughs> every conversation. That's how, that's how I, I end on my conversation. Yeah. Anyway, how are you doing? I don't oh. know. I got to go. I'm super hot. I'm super hot. 
Anyway, go on. <laughs> so she overhears this, and he comes in, and she's, like, really pissed. And she's, so eventually she storms out again, and she packs her bags and leaves. And she's like, I can't do this. I can't have an affair with you. And he's like, well, you said you could. Yeah, exactly. He's like, we made no pretenses was, about like, this from we, day one. We both knew what we were getting into. And she's like, but, 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 uh, and. And, <laughs> and. <laughs> I wish, I wish, and. <laughs> and she leaves. And then it's six weeks later. Yes. Yes, yeah, so six weeks later, she is moving out of her crappy apartment into Diego's... His Diego's mother's building flat. or something, yeah. Because, yeah, his mom has, like, a flat she rents out. Yeah. Um, and we find out that, lo and behold... She's pregnant. She's pregnant. She's pregnant. <laughs> so... Because they had the first time they have sex. Yeah, they're not safe. They're not safe, and she's like, "It's don't. It's the wrong time of the month. Don't worry." And then oh, obviously she hasn't been, you know, any just... no sex education on that one, right? right? <laughs> she subscribes to the rhythm method. <laughs> right. Oh, she also and then, has an issue with men because, and I love it how they... she got cheated on. Yes, by a boyfriend. So we forgot to mention that. Oh, right, right, yeah. Um, so she. So she finds out she's pregnant. She doesn't tell Blaze. And Blaze is... Oh, by the way, so we'll talk also about how quickly the plays are produced. Yeah! But wait, but I think we should do the plays as like a separate... All right. Play, okay. Table the plays for yeah. now. Okay. But anyway, so uh, with an extraordinary speed, this play has become a production. And it's in New York and in... Well, it was in London and now yeah. it's on Broadway. Yeah. So he was, he was in New York. Yeah. Uh, doing a whole bunch of stuff there, and he never got in touch with her, and he was always thinking better, and he was basically a miserable git, I think was what they called him. Yes. Um, and then he comes back, and he's like, oh, I should really find her. But then he finds her painting, the portrait that she loves, because it's like a piece of her dad. Yeah. Um, and she's, she, put, it up she's put it up for auction. So he's like, something's wrong. Yeah. Because... You Why would, would never, she get rid of it? Yeah, because also like she and she was it. always so poor before, but she never got rid of that painting. So what's what's changed? So he goes and confronts her because he he stalks her at her house, and then no, he, he goes to the old apartment, the shithole mm-hmm. that she was living in. Yeah, finds out that she moved out, and then goes to Diego's and place. Knows that she has a friend in Camden with this coffee shop. With the coffee shop, so he's like, oh, maybe Diego will tell me where she is. And lo and behold, when he walks into the coffee she's shop, there. she's right there. Yeah, so. <laughs> Um, so they have this conversation, they go up to her new flat, and so he's like, why'd you sell the painting? And she's like, because I'm thinking about more than just one right now, I'm pregnant. And he's like, oh my god, you're pregnant? She's like, well, don't worry, I'm keeping the baby. I'm like, wow. (laughs) Okay, it didn't come up. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Keeping the baby, good for you. And he's like, weren't you going to tell me? She's like, well, you know now. (laughs) No, she said, said, well, I was going to eventually. Eventually. But, But even she's like. Of two minds still, like, even with the baby, she's like, well, I don't want to tell him, but I need to tell him, but he's not going to want to be involved in this kid's life, and I'm yeah. going to resent, resent him for that. It's like, you no, don't know what he's no going to do. There's no indication, let alone that you only knew this guy for, like, yeah. a month max? And you're making all of these judgments <laughs> about him. You don't know this person at all. No. So... <laughs> oh, so and anyway. you're, you're getting upset about a decision... That hasn't happened yet. Yes, yes, exactly. You're like, oh my god, woman, such a fucking head case. Oh. Honestly, like, I don't know how anyone could psychologically find this woman attractive. 
Well, it's exhausting. It's, it's so emotional. You know, like yeah. you know, you're when you see a guy friend of yours and he's dating, she's dating, or he's dating, or whatever. I don't care. Somebody's dating. And someone's dating a total bitch. Yeah. And you're like, why do you put up with this? And they're like, oh, bitches be crazy. And I hate that double That's standard terrible. because women should not be crazy in a relationship. That is not a positive relationship yeah. if you are afraid of someone getting angry at you all the time. That's called like emotional abuse. Yes. <laughs> So. I think, but I guess it's like this phase, because there's a phase that we went through where we both attracted to assholes. Uh, I haven't gotten out of that <laughs> <laughs> So I guess it's the same thing for guys, and they're attracted to bitches. Yeah. They yeah. kind of enjoy the belittlement and the domineering aspects. I don't well, know. I, know. I, I, I honestly don't I think, know. I think, well, I think the phrase, I think the phase that we went through for the asshole phases is more like you're attracted to this like false confidence that comes through yeah maybe and then and you realize that that's not confidence that's just really actually more of an insecurity yeah. that they're <laughs> compensating for so. <laughs> so I don't know but she is like she is so like emotionally she's not emotionally abusive no. but she's just such an emotional train wreck that it ends up being that you know scarring traumatic <laughs> yeah and so there are all these people are sort of in the she creates her own drama area of destruction yeah <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Like you, you've got collateral get... damage exactly. happening left, right, and center. Yes. <laughs> That's exactly what's going on. So she tells him she's pregnant, and he like just is sort of like overcome with emotion. And... He's a bit shocked at first, and then he's like, "Oh, I, I want to be a part of this because I love you." Yes, I love you, and I love this baby, and I'm going to be a dad, yeah. and, and I'm not going. I'm going to be a good. This is my chance to be a good, good dad. dad. And he's like, he's like, and he it fesses up to his own fears of being his father. Yeah. And then she's very understanding. She's like, oh my god, that's the reason why you couldn't commit because I love you too, and you're going to be the best baby daddy ever. <laughs> and he proposes marriage, and then he fi- she finds out that their first wedding gift is actually he bought the portrait. He bought the portrait. The portrait. Yeah. Um. So it's like everything's coming. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and there's a point of the book. So he's like, when he finds out that she's pregnant, he's like, "Well, she made the courageous decision to leave the past behind and to not be hung up about her dad anymore." It's like, like no, not the kind of thing that happens in the space of about five minutes. No, and also <laughs> she didn't really, because like earlier in the story, she decides that she won't let that. Control her. Control her. That's great. I still think you need a lot of therapy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's sort of like, okay, decision made. On with this new chapter in my life. I know. Like, so anyway, so they, they are all lovey-dovey and they and kiss. That's, and, that's and the and end. That's, and that's the end of the book. Um, <laughs> sex in it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's pretty average. At least it, it makes sense. Like, it's not like an octopus. Like, there's a hand here and a hand there and a foot <laughs> right. goes wherever. No, you can like, follow what's going around. It's not very graphic. No, there's not a lot of description in it. It's kind of yeah. like you, like he's going down on her. Yeah, because there's only, like, I think maybe two or three uh, instances of sex, I guess, that are mm-hmm. actually described. The rest of it, it's like, oh, they spent time in bed. They woke up together. That yeah. kind of thing. It's where ca- it's just It's, like, it's kind of like fade out, fade in. Yeah, right? It's off page. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the sex that is described is like it's okay it's okay I wouldn't I wouldn't say that and it's this is like your typical romance novel where it's like it's a little bit tantalizing you know mm-hmm. that what's gonna happen there's 
there is a reasonable amount of tension between the characters. Well, at the very, like, I complain about this all the time in other books. It's like, I wish you would just talk to each other. <laughs> and these two do, in fact, talk, talk to each yeah. other. They communicate. But because she's a fucking head case. <laughs> she's really mercurial. Like, she's yeah. up and down constantly. And he's really the steady one in, and the most consistent character in the whole Yes. Book. And he's, like, actually pretty solid as a human being. Yeah. No, and, like, he is really honest and straightforward. And she's just, she's so nuts that even though he's communicating to her and she can hear him just fine <laughs> and understand his words, she internalizes everything and then chooses to and then turns what in, she yeah, wants. And then turns it into something, something else yeah. completely. Yeah. Yeah. So, so anyway, but the sex in itself is, I, I mean, I didn't, I didn't think it was particularly hot. I thought it was just kind of sex. It was just sex. Yeah. yeah. Just sex. Like burning, hot, passionate sex. That was described in a page. <laughs> like it wasn't. There was no like milky breast and sucking on nipples. Like do you know what I mean? Like not a yeah, lot. Yeah, no, of there really wasn't. No, it yeah. was basically like. And then I could feel his his manhood hardening and his want for me. And then yeah, he took he off. Yeah, he touched his, me at my yeah, center. Yeah, and, and he like he took off my clothes. But really, and then he entered me. Like you don't really. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. There's, there's, there's a lot of kissing. Yes. A lot, a lot of, of invading yes. of the mouth. Yes. I, why are descriptions <laughs> of kissing? They're like someone, really aggressive and invades, really perverted. I, if someone invades my mouth, I'm like, <laughs> like oh. oh. <laughs> 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 or claims it. Yeah, exactly. Claims her It reminds mouth. me of like, <laughs> you, you know this because we've discussed this before personally, but like when you make out with someone for the first time and they are a terrible kisser. Oh. Oh, it's the worst. Uh, like, yeah. I hate it when you're making it with someone in yours, like, and it's like Operation Vacu Suck. Like, they should try to, like, <laughs> encase their mouth around I, yours. And it's like... So it's almost like invasion. Like, that's the type of thing. Where they're just, like, forcing their tongue into your mouth. And you're like, oh... Are you trying to eat my face? <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. What's going on here? It's, it's like a dementor from Harry Potter <laughs> sucking his Sucking soul. your soul out of and that's, and that's what I think of when someone's like, I'm invading. And you're just like, oh, like, come on. Not sound and you're not. trying to come up with something like sexual and desirable. And like invasion is not yeah. a word. So it's like <laughs> when we were driving home yesterday on the highway, there are all these RVs all over the road, of course. And again, like they have, there's like, there was the, the prowler, <laughs> the intruder. It's like these really aggressive names for RVs. It's like, I don't, I don't want to sleep in that. No. I don't want to tow that around the countryside. I feel the same way about how they named minivans. Yeah. Because it, it's like, you know, the caravan. Fine, you're on a route. Yeah. You're setting okay, all this. Great. And then there's like the Odyssey. <laughs> and I'm like, what oh. if, I mean, I'm like, the Odyssey, like you end up away from home for right. an, an <laughs> long time. Right. Like, you have some sirens that are going to kill some people. Like I'm like, the Terrible Odyssey. storm. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm like, hmm. There's just like aggressive terms for things that don't need to be aggressive. Yes. Or maybe shouldn't be in the case of kissing. But also, I think that... Unless it's like really passionate. It takes you away from the moment in the book. Yeah. Oh, absolutely it does. So it's, yeah, like the... Like we've had some really good sex scenes or sex, I guess, pages, not scenes, but... (laughs) I don't know. Other scenes. Yeah, Yeah, sex scenes. So sex scenes in other books that, you know, like were really passionate and really hot and like it would get you going. But the thing is, is that this... The, the use of this language takes you out of it. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Because, because you're like, oh, like then you yeah, have this like, oh, visceral kind of gross. Yeah, you're like, oh god, <laughs> <laughs> like blaze, man, do that. No more invasion. <laughs> I get it's passionate, but ugh. yeah, there's passion, and then there's just I don't know, attack. <laughs> attack. Yeah, attack, attack, attack. <laughs> he attacked my mouth. <laughs> this tongue. That's pretty much what's going on here. <laughs> Um, let's talk about the play. The play. Okay. So we're going to go a little meta on this because we were both like, what the fuck, what the is, fuck this? is this play? This sounds terrible. Awful play that he's writing. So it's a historical fiction, which. Which you don't like to begin with. I don't so. like to begin with. Sorry, Pete. My, my, I'm just going to give a plug to my. Oh, do. Please. Okay. So my, um, half brother, Pete, Peter Johnston, mm-hmm. he wrote a book called Weapons of Peace and it's in your bookstores now. Hey, check yeah, it there out. There you go. That's historical peace. fiction. And I told him that I'm not really a fan of historical fiction. <laughs> I bought the book. I'm going to read it. But, yeah. Um, but, and people really like it apparently. Well, that's so, great. Yeah, I know. So yeah. my mom loved it. Yeah. But I just. And you too can love it. Yeah. You so. too can love it. So go buy it. It's on Amazon and also in a lot of airport bookstores and stuff. So. Oh, fantastic. Uh, yeah. So if you're traveling and listening to this, maybe go buy it. Yeah. Weapons of Peace by Peter Johnston. <laughs> there you go, Pete. <laughs> so, um, but you know, like I don't like historical fiction, but this sounds like the worst. So it's about, it's set in, I get Roman times. Mm-hmm. And it's about this young, well, I guess he's not a centurion, soldier, soldier who leaves home to go, I guess, I think probably to go to Hadrian's Wall and, like, guard yes. that border. Yeah. Um, but he, like, needs to, and then he, like, he meets a local woman there and they fall in love. love. And, and I'm like, and he, like, when it's being described, I'm like, this sounds like an opera, not mm-hmm. a play, yes. for starters. <laughs> <laughs> Could be a good opera, kind of a boring play in my opinion. Yeah. And then he like, but he needs to connect with these characters and he doesn't have the motivation yet for why the soldier would leave home and go so far away. Mm-hmm. And he figures out because of his own issues, it's like, oh, he's running away from his dad. Right. <laughs> it's like, again, I don't know if it's going to make for a really great, great play. play. <laughs> I know, but apparently, I mean, it's got great reviews of itself in the books. So. <laughs> <laughs> and so, okay, so... He needs to write this play. We don't know what kind of deadline he has. But when it's, when we, like, we have that six-week interlude, there's... It's already gone. The, the play has already gone to Broadway. So it already had a run... In, in London. In London and is now in New York. It's like, how fast <laughs> did he right? turn around this production? Like, did you finish the play the day after Maya left and then it immediately, like, it was already going to be staged? Like, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't, like, that. I mean, I don't know how it works in the world of yeah, plays. It just seems extremely but fast. But it seems like a really fast turnaround. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. And also a really crappy play. And a crap, yes. Yeah. Not a play that we wouldn't go and see. So. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll skip that one. I don't see a lot of plays to begin with, though. I like plays. I like I like dance a lot. I like dance performances, um, concerts. I don't know. Plays are like low. Mine. I, I mean, I enjoy um, Stratford Festival. Yeah, that's always a lot of fun. Oh, well, but, I don't know. I just don't I see a lot of plays. I haven't seen a lot of plays just more because I haven't had the opportunity. We've just been so busy. Yeah, and to see good productions, you don't have to. Yeah, you know, a lot of local productions can be quite good. Yeah, but Fringe can be a lot of fun. Hmm. But I don't know. I haven't seen. Yeah. Anything really oh, okay. 
That's it for plays. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have some notes on my computer. All right, about, let's about... go through the notes. I'm excited. There's some weird writing. Like, she makes some very odd analogies. I don't know. Who... She does. She, so... so this is one of them. She goes, <laughs> now she knew what E.T. must have felt like, alone and abandoned. I'm like, what? What? <laughs> what? This does not fit in not at to all. this book at and all. And it's the only time there's ever any kind of pop culture reference. Yeah, I don't know. This reference to E.T., yeah, and like just before, you know, like when you're just getting into it, she's like, I've, uh, she squeezed herself into a black velvet ground gown that was at least half a size too small, with her breast crammed into a bodice so tight it gave her the cleavage of a pneumatic glamour model, while her generously applied mascara made her eyes smart because it was new and she was ob- ob- obviously allergic to it. I was like, that's a weird description, A. But also, I'm like, when I'm first reading, I'm like, what type of job is this? Because it's like, <laughs> you're going to someone's house in, an, like, a cocktail dress. Yeah, when well, she I, was invited to dinner. Yeah, and I'm like, but, like, was it, like, last, last second? Where it you, was. So. Yeah, yeah, no, because it said, so earlier in the book, it is a last-minute thing. Oh, okay. Because his actual assistant couldn't go, so she had to go in her place. But then you find out the boss orchestrated it so that Maya would go to the dinner so that he could sleep with her. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I love this one always. So this is a constant theme in the book, right? Scorching embarrassment immobilized her. Well, first of all, no, no one does that usually. <laughs> blast that stupid dress and blast her eye-catching curves when life would have been so much easier if she'd simply been straight up and down and flat-chested. Curse I'm like, this hot body oh, of mine. No, I'm too pretty again, and her harassment invites itself. It's all my fault. <laughs> Fuck it's off. Like, first of all, if you're really hot and you wear an outfit, if you're with any type of gentleman, first of all, you should never be sexually harassed no matter what you're wearing. Yes. Right? Yeah. So there's that. And then there's the whole like, and it comes up quite a lot. Oh my God, I'm too beautiful. I wish I were like plain looking. <laughs> oh my God. Life is like people, <laughs> keep, on, people keep on offering me multi-million dollar jobs based on my... Because I'm just too pretty I'm too, for my own good. <laughs> right? <laughs> Oh, wow, is my beauty. <laughs> uh, I find and the then writing also, goes on. Like she's, yeah. It was fairly obvious that she must belong to a Jonathan. And I'm like, what's with the, the belonging, like the ownership? Yeah. There's always something always about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, let's see here. Okay. Yeah, and also, like, really advise against wearing that dress at any future functions, unless you're prepared to handle the very particular kind of attention it generates. It's like, don't wear sexy, nice things, lady, or you're going to ask for it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, just... It's like, I feel this is more your problem than my problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, and I'm always like, the guys in this book are always so calm and cool and collected. When they mm-hmm. meet. And I'm like, I want to meet the guy who's like a nervous fucking wreck. Yeah. She walks in the room and he's like, oh my God, you're hot. I, I don't even know I, what to say. Like, ah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the guy. That's your kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All tongue-tied. Yeah, exactly. Like, they're always, because they're always so calm. And it would be a much better, almost like fun romance if you had the guy that was like, I just didn't know what to say. I and it's like almost like out. a comedy of errors. Yeah. So she's like, yeah, he just kind of like looked at me and like... like drooled a yeah, little. Yeah. It was weird. I didn't, didn't know what to make of it, so I just left. Yeah. <laughs> um, what is this? I, I, I like my women willing, and I've never had to force one into my bed yet. And I'm like, good yet. brag. <laughs> good brag. <laughs> 
And then, oh, yeah. just the yet. It's like, do you plan to <laughs> in the future? <laughs> she, she was like, and then there's like some descriptions that I was like, what the fuck? And so she's like, like a watery sun. I'm like, what? Um, I don't know what you, that is. Like maybe a reflection of the water, like a sun a water, in the water. I guess it's just watery sun. I think it's like weak sunlight. Like in a fall. Or like, if I have to guess what you're describing, you're not yeah. describing it very well. <laughs> Uh, at one point, she's in a jean-clad frame. What? Yeah, I'm like, what is, oh, she, okay. is she wearing a Canadian tuxedo? Like, Probably. <laughs> Bringing it back. <laughs> uh, so he goes like, so this is the best. And sometimes I think that um, authors don't think about the way you visualize things when you're reading because they see it differently than yeah. you do. And so he just asks her how, he's like, I want to get to know you better. And then it's like his hands tightening on the MG's steering wheel. And I'm like, how creepy would that be? I want to get to know <laughs> you better. And his knuckles are getting white around the wheel. <laughs> like, it's like, oh, oh I want to get to know you All right from hell. He doesn't watch the road. He asks you really probing questions. Well, like, <laughs> well, his body language is like tense and like. Um, and then he's like, you know, like he has a sense of entitlement also to her, and so yeah. he's like, oh, now that he she he knew where she lived, he, like, why should he not go back to her house? I'm like, wow, now that I'm thinking of stalking her, like the gentleman that I am. Right. Like, he thinks so highly of himself. <laughs> it's not stalking because he's hot and sexy and rich. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, and this is, this is like they're just having a discussion, and I find that their dialogue shifts really quickly. Yeah. From one thing to another. It's like, every chance of proving you can do a good job, Maya. Good, she relaxed. But sex can be recreational too, you know. His words swept through her like a violent tornado. For you, maybe, but for, not for me. And I'm like, wow, that turned quickly. Yeah. <laughs> just like, what, what is going on? I had a lot of notes on this one. Um, oh, she goes, I thought you were meant to be clever. You write all these amazing plays about the human. Oh, wait, I should do this in a better voice. I thought you were meant to be clever. <laughs> you write all these amazing plays about the human condition. And you can't work out why I'm standing here dressed like this. I've been waiting for you, Blaze. If you want to have an affair with me, then I've decided that's exactly what I want to. Well, he doesn't, he's not a mind reader, as we said earlier. I promise you that I have no, you'll have no, that I'll have no expectations other than that. Except that she does. Yeah. She has so many expectations. Yeah. It's like, (laughs) my notes are, I'm confused by this woman. I want you. I don't want you because I mean nothing. Now I'm okay with that and let's fuck. Why can't you read my mind? Why can't you know what I'm thinking yeah. all the time? Yeah, like, oh. Yeah. Maya quickly came to terms with the realization that all Blaze wanted was her body. After all, why should he be different from any other man who's been interested in her? Feeling upset by Blaze's remarks earlier. He, You've had exactly about adoring women, but not finding the one he wanted to commit to. <laughs> I'm like, if you're thinking that now, you might not be so hot for this guy. <laughs> Like, every man only ever wanted her for her body. It's like, how many relationships have you been in, honey? Oh, yeah. This one's great. Like, so she's just in a business meeting, embarrassed in her in case her blouse had unwitting, unwittingly come undone and she was revealing more flesh than would seemingly necessary. I'm like, oh, I hate it when that happens in I business I hate when my, when my blouse just <laughs> pops open and out come my boobs. It happens all the time. Yeah. It's a real hardship. Uh. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, and this is their dinner conversation. You know the strangest thing? And it's like my translation is, can I dump on you some more at dinner? <laughs> <laughs> there is a lot of that. There is a lot of that. Um, I also found it weird that they dressed for dinner. It's like, this isn't really a formal occasion thing. You're like living and working in this house. Why are you dressing for dinner? I'm not looking for a hero. All I want is a man who's willing to spend the rest of his life with me. And my, my note is, at this stage, lady, that's, that's a, a fucking hero. <laughs> <laughs> You're 25. Calm down. I know, I know. Uh, yeah, so those are my notes. Because, like, honest, And I had actually a lot more, but they're kind of ranty. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, she's pretty insufferable. Mm-hmm. So I think he is a hero for putting up with that crap. I know, right? But I guess she's super hot, so put up with anything, though. I know. So uh, <laughs> do we have any reviews? We do have reviews. So this book is rated 2.94 stars. Wow, on that's Reads. low. That is really low. People did not like this book. <laughs> Good reason. <laughs> So here's one. One star. First Harlequin. I'm so disappointed. Oh, this was the first one for the this poor one? Yeah. Poor man. Uh, person? Yeah. Here's one. Two stars. Disappointing. It was technically well written and the author has skill, but the characters were dull and unlikable. Their motivations were childish and unconvincing. The descriptions of the various locations were weak, so world didn't really feel 3D to me. And some of the dialogue felt sexist and slightly worrying. Did not really enjoy it. <laughs> I would say that's a pretty apt review. That's pretty good, eh? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, here's four stars. Oh. I actually thought this novel was quite a bit better than the others I've read by Maggie Cox. <laughs> wow, she's read it. <laughs> there have been very... You kept on reading them. Know, right? <laughs> These kind of sucked, but we're keep on But going. I just, I, you know, I'm going to keep going. There have been very few that I'm favorable to with her as an author, but I still want to give her the benefit of the doubt. Why? There's so much other stuff I to know, read. Right? <laughs> Here's another one. I like this book enough to buy a second one from the same author. <laughs> All right, yeah. fair enough. Um, yeah, so that's really it for the reviews. Mm-hmm. So people, they, they find it disappointing. They're like, eh, it's okay. I guess I'll read more from her. Yeah. Well, hot or not? Not. not I'm going not. Not. It's, it's like lukewarm. <laughs> tepid it's tepid room temperature it's room temperature hot <laughs> depending on the time of year yeah. it's a, it's <laughs> i feel badly if this is your first romance because it's kind of like eh. oh yeah not a good place to start no no yeah if you've read a few you might be like okay because you have a good idea of how things are supposed to go but yeah your first this would be a pretty big letdown yes agreed mm-hmm. agreed yeah yeah we've read we've read worse we have read worse, but we've also read better. Yeah. And I'm hoping our next pick is better. Oh, that's a lot of pressure on you. <laughs> right? Don't screw it up. Damn it. <laughs> but I guess until then, oh. I've been Rachel. And I've been Shelly. And keep it sexy. Yeah. And when you go and get a temp job, make sure it's not just because you're so too hot for <laughs> it. Like, so sexy. It's too so sexy problematic for being job. so good looking. <laughs>